doubt. That, that's what Dr. Dre said. <laughs> it had me telling you what I heard. <laughs> Bump like acne, no doubt. Yo, yo, this one for the ladies out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, yo. Say what? Say what? That's for unity. Say what? What? Now who you calling a bitch? Who you calling a bitch, nigga? Motherfucker! Whoa. <laughs> Wow. What's up, y'all? This is Tressie. This is Cedric. And this is Ben. And we are Through the Crate. Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens? Let's get to it! Hey, guys. Tressie over here tweaking and shit. Who you calling a bitch? Uh, I didn't call nobody a bitch. I'm, I'm hyped. <laughs> <laughs> This shit is fire. It is, it is pretty fire. It is like, but what you're doing exactly is, is, is way more than fire. It's like, <laughs> it's like volcanic eruption. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm that hot. Lit. I'm fucking lit. I'm ready for this episode. Let's get so into ready. it. So ready. All right, so what do we have for all the people out there today? I think we got a verse. It's the verse game. Verse game. Oh, was that your verse? No, I'm, just, I'm messing music. around with I like things. it. We're going to try it. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> this might be easy for some and impossible for others, but I'm just going to do it. This is do a, that shit. Another one of my favorite verses from another one of my favorite artists. You guys ready? Like yeah. a hit, hit go. I'll, I'll do four bars, and then you ask a few questions, and I'll give you a four more if you need them. If not, you know, we'll just keep it going. Keep it going. And I'll try not to do the cadence. Oh, my God, it's going to be hard. But I got it. All right. All right, cool. Always I'm in some shit. My abdomen is the clip. The barrel is my dick. Uncircumcised. Pull my skin back and cock me. Oh, God. I bust off when they unlock me. Results of what happens to niggas shock me. Is this um, a single or an album cut? I think it was an album cut. I thought we were supposed to be doing singles for the first few, but all right. Singles help, but uh, if you got a distinctive uh, style, we can we should be able to figure it out. Yeah, should. I think Ben knows what it is already. I think it's Danny Brown. You, yeah, you got to ask yes or no, though. Yeah, I know. yes or no questions. You guys ready? All right. Is it Danny Brown? No. Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead. Is it a... someone from the South? No. Are they from the West Coast? No. So they're from the East Coast? No. There's more than... Wait, wait. I can't. You already asked your question. You're not three. Yeah. <laughs> Benjamin? Um, okay. Was this from the last 10 years? No. Um, is this from... I don't know. Uh, let's see. Um, if you have a question, go ahead. Okay, I'll take one. Um, was this person originally part of a major label? Yes. 
Are they part of a crew? No. <laughs> I see niggas bleeding, running from me in fear. Stunningly tears fall down the eyes of these so-called tough guys for years. I've been using robberies, giving niggas heart to follow me. Placing peoples in graves, funerals made because I was sprayed. You guys know where this person's from yet? Well, they're not from the South, we said, right? Mm-hmm. He's not from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And he's already gave, give us, given us one and said he's not from the East Coast. He is from the East Coast. He is? Oh. Because you uh, said no earlier. But okay. That's one. He is from the East Coast. Is it Nas? It is Nas. Yes. Mm. That was very graphic for Nas. Do we have to guess what album or what come song? Come on, let's keep getting there. I mean, we might not get the song, but we could probably figure out you the album. You can get the album. I think it's, is it Illmatic? No. Stillmatic? No. Nasir. He said it's not from the last 10 years, right? Not from the last 10 years, correct. Illmatic isn't from the last 10 years. So why'd y'all look at me like that? Because I, I don't think it sounded like Illmatic. Nas. Sorry, I don't know. I, I wasn't the biggest Nas fan, so one mic was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it from the album It Was Written? Yes. Okay. The name of the song is I Gave You Power. Uh, it is the song where Nas puts himself in the body, or the he, he puts his mind as if he was a gun. Oh, oh. And so he's, I remember he's, that song. So he's he's talking from the perspective of a gun. Yeah. And how the gun would feel. Always I'm in some shit. The abdomen is the clip. It does my dick. I'm circumcised. Pull my smooth back and cock me. I bust off when they unlock me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. These are, these are kind Super of songs bars. that Nas bars. can do. And it's, it's yeah, it's... it's there, there are a lot of songs out there that are just... They're kind of surreal in how... He twists things. Right. I think that's kind of why I thought it was going to be Nas. When, when I heard the whole dick shit, I was like, oh, Danny Brown. <laughs> Damn, for real? It's got to be. Dude, there are but just yeah. a few rappers that talk about their dick all the time. Like, I heard, like, <laughs> yeah. pulling Danny the Brown's hood back. I, like, why isn't it I'm his like, fault? Does Young Thug ever... <laughs> Young Thug talks about having the dicks out. True. Yeah. He actually, yeah, referring to them as maybe that's where these rappers got the term "dick for guns" from. It's from Nas. <laughs> They're all influenced by Nas. <laughs> the more you know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, well, that was, was it. Yeah, you guys did <laughs> great. That's fucking suck. Guys are terrible. Hey, we're all learning. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, we're all learning. All okay. right. Participation um, trophies all around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, and so uh, we have this thing where we've been talking about what's trending in music, and it's still Ariana Grande. So, yep, that's she's still number one on the Billboard charts um, with her borrowed song. With her borrowed so. song, yep. Yeah. All three parts borrowed. Yeah. You know, uh, I learned something about Ariana Grande last night. I'm excited. Tell me. Uh oh. What did you learn? Um. Apparently, like her pa- her fa- her family was like big fans of the uh, the Panthers, the hockey team. 
Oh, I was going to say Black Panthers. No. <laughs> what the Panthers, fuck? The Panthers, like, that's random and then as hell. The only Panthers I know is Black Panthers and the North Carolina Panthers. Panthers. So, so who are these Panthers you're talking about? Yeah, what is, hockey? What is this yeah. hockey team? I, I don't even know if it's still a team, right. but it was. But um, the first, she actually sang the national anthem at one of the games, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah. But what was more interesting to me is that she got hit by a puck twice <laughs> at games as a kid. <laughs> Apparently, Did she it was... stunt her growth? Is that why she's so fucking small? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are the odds, dude? She's got to be a season ticket holder now. Like, oh, my yeah. God, again? The same little girl? Fuck. <laughs> Somebody get a <laughs> little tank tank. <laughs> she got <All> right. better. <laughs> you need some milk. <laughs> I need some milk. Oh, shit. Okay. I didn't right. know that. Oh, Interesting uh, trivia. Yeah. <laughs> and what at what age was Ariana Grande hit by a puck twice? <laughs> <laughs> and what was the name of the hockey team? <laughs> Panthers. <laughs> we didn't know what age. I don't know what age. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, she's still on top with her two puck head ass. <laughs> two puck head ass. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Damn. Let's go into the hip hop cafe. Okay. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop. <laughs> All right. So, with that, <laughs> we are going to start talking about some music here, guys. Let's talk about some music. What we, uh, what music we talk about today? What music we talk about today? Chicago artist. Hello. A woman. Hello. A rapper, singer, songwriter. Hello. The young lady is only 24 years old. 24 years old. Hello. Her name. Is. 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 Dreezy. Yay. That was was a very horrible intro. (laughs) Fuck you. Do it better then. (laughs) I don't want to do it again. That's just pointless. Uh, I'm just kidding. You know I like to give you shit. Yes, we were. We are talking about Dreezy. <laughs> Dreezy. And we are talking about her album that came out. Um, and that album was entitled... Big Dreezy, right? No, Big Dreez. Big Dreez. Yes, this is her second studio album. It is her second. And this Which one... is crazy. I didn't realize she was so young. She's only 24. Yeah. What the hell was that noise? It's just like... <laughs> I didn't know what happened. Sorry, go ahead. Rappers are young. You've yeah. seen some of these videos of like, uh, like eight-year-olds rapping? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see that eight-year-old drummer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's over. crazy. Yeah, yeah, he's crazy good. And that the the bass, the bassist, too. Dude, they should make a little band. They are. I think I think Timbaland's trying to do something with that. I but think anyway. that movie already exists. <laughs> <laughs> little drummer. Hey... All right, but yes, we have a new album by Dreezy. And what is everyone's thoughts? Let's talk about it. It's 10 songs long, 31 <laughs> minutes. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. Man, it is it is dense piece of work. Dense? I mean, 31, 10 songs. It was a lot to dig through. Yeah. I, I thought it was a very good size. Yeah, I did too. I, I mean, I didn't... Dig through it too deeply. I'm 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 being mildly facetious here. Well, you might uh, want to point that out because uh, it's not 
it, easily. It was short. But yeah, I agree. It was if it was any longer, it would have been probably too much. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like we've been getting this. It's either like super long albums or super short albums. I don't mind the length of the album. I'm good with it. Yeah. It hit yes. its point. It was enough. Yes. Um, it reminds me of like a G Herbo or um kind of like a Meek Mill though too. Like reminds me of like in the the lane of like the energy of those ones. Hmm. Um, especially yeah. like with the first three songs. And then the first three songs, like she's just out there spitting bars and shit. Yeah, like the first song, Chicken Noodle Soup, she kind of starts it out soup. like the way uh, Meek Mill will do. Right. You know, she's just like, talking. Intro. She's like, she says, um, like, you guys are in 2018. I'm already in 2020. Right. Like, mm-hmm. kind of laying it down. It's like, I'm on top of this. Right. It's hindsight. And it's 2020. The, that Ooh. song. <laughs> that song, uh, Chicken Noodle Soup, it didn't mm-hmm. have any, uh, it didn't have a hook. No hook, right? Yeah. It's just her going in bar It's kind of like bar. the intro. Like, yeah. to just... I'm just giving it to y'all, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd she say? First check for 50K, cashed out, just laid in it. <laughs> Ash on the floor. Don't don't pick it up. Let the maid get it. Like, uh. damn, dude. You just, like, just reckless. Like, that's just too much money. Why, why are you so mean with your money? Be nice. Why are you so Be mean nice. with your money? <laughs> no, the I... Fuck? So I, Be nice to the money. Fuck that. Money ain't never been nice to me. She did say in this song, get money like a Jewish dude. Yes. Yes, she did say that. That was uh, interesting. Just, you know, it's she said she's on 2020, but uh, <laughs> still sounds very 2018. Yes, that's very, <laughs> very 2018. <laughs> so many people. Don't say shit like yeah. that no more. You get G-checked quick. 21 20, Savage. 20 Savage yeah. um, LeBron James posted up yep. and he had to apologize too. Yep. So, yeah. That's, that's, why, that's why Ice got his ass. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but no, I mean, for me, Dreezy, she can rap. She I really mean, can. She she can rap. She can put the flows together. She can put the bars together. I think my my biggest issue with her is she just sounds a lot like all of the contemporaries, all yeah. the people that are doing it. Well, that's why, like, um, I like ever since the whole future thing, <laughs> I've been trying to put things into context. And that's why I kind of put her in the same context of like a Meek Mill or something like that because Meek can rap, but I think what they're rapping about, I mean, before, I want to say before championships, Meek wasn't really, was rapping like this was, you know what I mean? And so like I can't, I kind of think of them in the same kind of vein because they have like the same kind of energy. Um, So I'm not going to judge her like I would judge like a, a Rhapsody album. To me, because I feel like Rhapsody, like I feel like Dreezy has the um, ability to to go where Rhapsody does. I mean, we've heard her on Common's uh, album before, but I think this one is just her getting in her bag and having fun and doing the yeah. shit that everybody else does. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna judge it like that. You know what I mean? And I think that's why I preface it with she's 24. Like she's only 24. She's still extremely young. She's like you said, having fun. Uh, I like I like her perspective on shit how she raps like she's a dude and what i mean by that is how a dude will just rap about bitches and shit she'll just rap about her dudes like he's buying me this or just like talking shit like she's a mm-hmm. guy but she just happens to be a woman you know what i, I mean think, yeah and i i think that she's just talking shit like how most girls talk 
You know what I mean? Like, if I'm with my girls and shit, I'm going to talk shit about, like, who I might have smashed or who I didn't. I'm right. like, oh, did he have a big penis? Shit like that. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. She's just, just talking that, shit. Yeah. It's the same way that guys talk. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's talking like she would talk in private, in public. And mm-hmm. I like it. Like, that's how we talk. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought Chanel Slides was, like, the epitome of all that. It's mm-hmm. it's her and featuring Cash Doll. So you got two yeah. women up. And they're just, like, going in. And it's it's really just based on, like, a woman's perspective. Mm-hmm. So there's things where it's, like... Hey, um, you know, I'm bad and I can get dudes or whatever, but it's not purely about dudes. It's like talking about just like how they've reached this level of success and you right. know, got money and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how she says like the Chanel slides. Uh, they hurt my hurt, feet, but they still fly. But they still fly. <laughs> yeah, like I love because that's super true. Like right. it, it'll be like simple lines like that that I I think I love hearing from her because I fuck. Even though I feel like isn't the slide like a flat shoe. It's the flip flops, yeah. Yeah, it's basically. So she probably got a high ass arch, but anyway, <laughs> I know I'm being, I'm doing too much. But like, I love me a pair of slides. But like, it's the same thing like with with heels and shit like that. Like heels hurt your feet, but like I'm still gonna wear them because they look fly. You know what I mean? Yeah. She had, I forget the the exact line. She said something like, uh, "I'm spending all this money on bags. I know I shouldn't do it, but I can't. I can't resist." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Going uh, broke to stay fly type of shit. Yeah. I mean. She's, she doesn't really uh she's trying to make it seem like she's financially set, but um, you know, just talking about balling out. I a lot of this reminded me of Migos because oh, there's yeah, certain... Migos too, sorry. What do you mean? No, like I was trying to think about other people that this sounded like, but yes, Migos. Yeah, yeah. Migos for sure. There there were so many songs where she's like, it's Saline, then the ad limb comes in. Like, um, there was one song I really noticed a lot of it. Uh Oh, play with you. There were a lot of, it's like, we doing this, yeah. Mm-hmm. We doing that, drip. You know, <laughs> then we do that, I, skirt. Note you to know? Self, <laughs> let me have Ben do every single ad of mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do every ad. I'm just like, my Chanel slides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drip. Drip. <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, it was really a lot like what Cedric said. It was like, okay, I've heard this style before. So um, it it was a little different because one of the things is that she's a woman. So I don't hear as much, this style used as much. But um, there were so many songs that were like that, that Mm -hmm. used that format where you could tell she really didn't need to try as hard lyrically. Mm -hmm. Because it's like that pause and whatever, it gives you... It gives you a beat to like, just say whatever thing next. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I thought that was one of the things that hurt her in like Chanel slides. I think the Cash Doll like outshined her on that because she was really like kind of chaining things together. Like the true, the, she that's was. so true. The lines seem to make more sense all together. Cash Doll murdered murdered that. I, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, Chanel song, uh, Slides as a song is awesome. I hate the bass in that song. I feel like something's wrong with it. <laughs> the tingy ting. It's, it's like, it's gurgly. Yeah. It sounds horrible. It sounds unmixed. It just, it's bad. But it could be a great song if that would have changed. And like just that whole low end is just just messy to me. And I, I don't know if they did that on purpose. They wanted to give it that quote-unquote grit, but that's just not, that just doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. You know? 
uh, man, one song I definitely was not feeling is uh, Love Someone featuring Jacquees. Jacquees. Whatever, the king of R&B. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> that... So if you were to compare the feet, the male oh features that were on this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So fe- compare that song to the Ecstasy song. Ecstasy, I think, is a fucking solid track. Yeah. I like it. I mean, she can sing a lot better than a lot of these other singy rappers. On the autotune, yeah. Yeah. With the, I mean, mm-hmm. her voice just sounds, it sounds good. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to front. Like, it... When doesn't she's singing, bad, it doesn't right. sound bad. She can hit the notes. So it's mm-hmm. not like that big scoop thing mm-hmm. we were talking about right. before. But oh my God, the king of R&B just... He ruined He it. didn't add anything to this. He Nothing. added zero to that really? song. I don't, I don't like his voice. And then, your favorite line is on that song too. Yeah. What does it say? Um, I'm going to carry on like a terminal. Yeah, I, I hated uh, that. That was a dreezy line. I I'm gonna that. carry on. That was like that was a that was terminal. totally a stretch. Yeah, there were a That's lot true. of times when she was like kind of stretching. <laughs> I was just things. like, for real. Yeah. Carry on like a like a terminal. Ter- terminals don't carry. Right. You right. carry on to the plane, and the plane's in the terminal. Yeah. So I just why no it, one. It, no, no, okay. no. It just it just doesn't yeah. work. Sorry, hon. But you know, I, I am glad it was on that song, and then I can just put all the hate on that. Like exactly. that song sucks, and I can just that say that song is horrible. I mean, bad. we were playing the the album before while we were getting ready, and Skip I skipped it, it Skip every it. time. Skip it every time. every time. Every time. We I think we went through the whole album twice while we were like setting up for this podcast, and yeah. And you skipped no love every time. I yeah I skipped uh, love someone. Oh sorry, love someone. Love oh someone. yeah, that's a different one. Yeah. Hey, when you love someone, well, so that's another thing I have with Jacquees. Like, uh, <laughs> why the fuck are you doing other people's songs all the time? And then not even doing them well. Say when you love someone, you shouldn't treat them bad. Oh, how I feel so sad. That's Mar- Mario Winans? Donnell Jones. Donnell Jones. Jones, sorry. I was when getting my, my Puff Daddy people he was mixed so up. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of the people that <laughs> the people that Puff just like let fall to the side. Mm. But um anyway. Yeah, like I'm just like pissed off at him. Like, why do you do that? It just wasn't make a, a fucking original song. And his original song, that one that that I guess is on the radios, like the radios, the radios that these kids is listening to, talking on the MyPods. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 a bad song. Sorry, Jacquees, just stop. I'm sorry. It wasn't good. Nobody well, likes you. I'll say something about e- that. E- sorry. <laughs> I think that she put uh, a lot out there in the song. Because, hmm. you know, she's, she's no, talking No, true. About, she's introspective yeah. on the song. No, she is. He adds nothing. Nothing. And, like, he makes me, like, skip the song. Because it's the same. It's like they only got one good take of him recording the hook. And yes. they just looped it. It was the same <laughs> loop. It wasn't even like he sang no it. No different ad it was, libs. No, it was, the ex- it was cut and paste. It was terrible. It's just that ruined the song for me. Mm. It made it really hard to keep me in it. I think that there was something that I kind of noticed about this album where they were trying to do a lot with, like, a somewhat limited budget. Like, they like the production, like, Southside and, like, London on the track, is like, mm-hmm. oh, these are, like, big people, but, like, not as big as years ago. And then there's, like, a feature with, like, Offset and Jeremiah. Like, these are bigger names, but it's, like, not the biggest yeah that yeah. that song with offset isn't uh memorable to me it, 
it's a standard it's a standard you know trap rap song it's, it's right. not it's very it's yeah. very standard yeah. and, and i guess that just to say that they don't change too much and it's not a huge standout mm-hmm. but if you're like i'm, I'm i want to listen to this kind of music right now it's like yeah, yeah you got yeah. an original member of migos and somebody kind of doing amigos thing on that track mm-hmm. i mean that that that, that pretty much sums up kind of how I felt about the whole thing. Like, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just, I've heard everything on this album. I've heard it before. Mm-hmm. Maybe not from the, you know, from the female perspective, but I've definitely heard it before. I've heard the beats before. I've heard the flows before. Uh, it wasn't bad. So, you know, like I, I, like, I would prefer this over, like, a famous Dex album. Oh, or like for a sure. or like a Rich the Kid album, you oh, know. Sure. Like so, a lot of her contemporaries, I think she's doing it better. Yes, but it doesn't stand out as unique in the current landscape of what but, so young people are making these days. I wonder. I have a question for you. Then. Yep. How how does Future stand out as unique compared to his contemporaries? And she, like, Future, tries different shit. I it may like not. It, tried... it may be a hit or miss. Why not? It was fucking mm-hmm. terrible, right? But who else did that? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, okay. Like Future's he, made his he, name he is does sort of little like things like that. Which... An originator. But on his last album, he didn't really do much like that. Big four, like little ad libs and shit was a little different. Yeah. It's slightly different. So it, we're there's... talking about ad libs, slightly different. I'm saying his use of the same tools. The same tools to make this album, whether it's the the trap beats mm-hmm. and the same re- repetitive flows, Future switches up his flow. Like he he does different she does melodies. It too, she does, and that's why I put her above a lot of the other yeah. people who are doing it. Uh huh. Beca- I'm just trying. Like I'm the only reason why I'm going through this is because I'm really just trying to understand what it is about Future. Because when you talk about this album. It's the same way I think about the future albums. Okay. Now, I, I mean, I if you were to go down and like notate mm-hmm. her flow, like p- put actual notes on not just what she's saying, but mm-hmm. the um, the syncopate or not just the rhythm, but mm-hmm. also what the tone is that she's also mm-hmm. rapping in. If you're to do that with future, it's it's a much more fluid instrumenti- instrumental like voice than some of his contemporaries, which is why I put him above that. And she's doing it better than others are doing it. Um, but there wasn't a whole lot of originality in her implementation of that style mm-hmm. on this album for me. Okay. Future just tries more shit and it doesn't always work. That's why that album was like a bunch of two-minute songs. That's like, I'm going to try this little lick for a little bit and then right, move it was a on to the next ideas. one. But I feel like, I to, to me, like I would put this album over Futures just because I hear ideas and I hear full concepts sometimes you know like she can be talking her shit or she can be being introspective like on you know uh love someone or she could be you know singing on like showing out which I I love that song you know like I just I feel like she did do a lot of different things on this album like I've, I've never been a huge Dreezy fan yeah and so to hear this album, to hear what she's capable of and and hear what I've heard her on, like, other albums, which is, like, you know, Common's album and shit, I think this is an, an, a really good uh, second studio album for her to, to come out with, for sure. It's, again, it's not, like, my 
everyday, it's not my permanent vibe since right. we all know what my permanent vibe yes. is. But like, I would listen, I think I would be listening to Showing Out and Chanel Slides over and over. Actually, I might add those to my workout. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, I think that it's, it's a good, good enough to like show potential, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think that a lot of the variety in the styles that she uses mm-hmm. is, it feels like some of it is more of not knowing exactly what her sound is going to be. Mm-hmm. So you think she's kind of like a chameleon at this point, that she could just, she can go in and out, kind of like Tory Lanez, how he doesn't really have his own sound, but yeah. I'm not going to compare her to, to him like yeah. that. I mean, some some people would call that a compliment, but I don't think so. Um I think she's like I, I guess I can agree with you. Like she's trying to figure out where she might want to fit. She's yeah. twenty four. Right. She's only twenty four. Mm-hmm. There were some there were some songs where she was like, you know, like the subject matter and like the the like how honest and open she was mm-hmm. about certain things were like things that were missing generally from rappers around mm-hmm. her age. But then other times when like she she kind of just uses the same sort of flow that everyone else is using. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when she wasn't really pushing herself as hard. Because there's so many times when the bars are like, I kind of get what you're going at, but this isn't really as clever as you might think. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there was there's potential there. But I, I'd love to see more of, like, those ideas kind of, like, really worked out rather than just, like, I'm going to say a thing. Yeah, then I'll say a thing, you know? I guess. I'm looking forward for more from her. Me too. I mean, because she 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 has the ability. She's just young. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that's her biggest fault. That she's just young and kind of like Ben said, still trying to figure out who she is. Like who is Dreezy? Mm-hmm. Stylistically, because mm-hmm. you have to find a way to differentiate yourself nowadays. Because everything does sound mm-hmm. a lot alike. I guess. I just I think I like how she experimented on this, for sure. With the singing? Yeah, because the singing was fine. I I, I like, um, I don't know, I really love when a woman is talking her shit and then can go, like, I like how the first three songs is like, talk shit, talk shit, and then you go into showing out and, like, kind of mellow it out a little bit. And then you go back into your talking shit, like, towards the end of the, the album. But I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. I think it was good. Hip hop ca- cafe done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now that everyone is sleeping. Why is everyone sleeping? Wake the fuck up. I don't know. That noise was just like really like mellow, soothing. Yeah, I was like, you getting kicked out of the cafe now. Like, Get that's, the fuck that's out of my sound. cafe. <laughs> You ain't buying shit. You cannot use the restroom. Nope, I'm calling the cops on your black ass. (laughs) I'm just sitting in my cafe. I don't care if you're waiting on a friend. All right. Let's Let's get into the news. To some news. Um, all right, the news, the news. Breaking story. Uh Uh-oh, what happened? Tory Lane still doesn't want this smoke from Jid. No music. Nothing happened. No music. Nothing happened. I didn't hear anything. Nobody's seen anything, said anything. Nothing. 
So Tory Lanez is a bitch. All right. <laughs> and this has been a PSA from Through the Grapes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Should we go to um, Jeff Huevos? Oh! oh! <laughs> nice. 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 Jeff Huevos. So, so Jeff Huevos getting Huevos. blackmailed by uh, the National Enquirer. Yeah. yeah, the parent company AMI. Yeah, AMI. AMI yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's let's go ahead and break it down for the people. Break it down. Break it down. They sent him some emails, <laughs> <laughs> which is dumb as fuck. But they yeah. sent emails where they were pretty much trying to extort him because they had information and. Explicit pictures yeah. of him and his huevos. Huevos! No huevos rancheros! Keep in mind, aye, this aye, is aye. after they already exposed the affair that he was having. So they already yes. ended right. his marriage. Yes, that's true. That's true. And they're just trying to like twist the knife to get more. But like, why would you fuck with the richest man in the world? In the world? <laughs> What's wrong like with you? There's like three of them, and you're fucking with one of them. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? You're not more powerful than them. He owns the Washington Post. What the fuck right. is wrong with you? So this AMI <laughs> um, sent an email to him and like was tr- basically trying to extort him for um, nude photos, I guess, of him. And they already again what he said, what you guys have said, um, already. Uh, Ruined his marriage, or he ruined it first and right. then exposed. exposed it. There yeah. you go. And so, <laughs> Jeff Huevos, a.k.a. Besos. <laughs> Yo, that's got to stick. I love it. Um, he, is, he went on Medium, of all places, yeah, uh, and wrote a little article about yeah. his extortion. Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with copies of, like, the email contents that he received. Yeah. Right. Which is why you don't send that kind of stuff in email. And e- how, are you, how are you going to try and extort someone via email? Like, I think that's hilarious to me. Because isn't extortion is illegal. Yes. And that's a direct link to you. Yes. <laughs> so what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, what did... It wasn't going to be like this. They'll never suspect me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I wasn't going right, to do let that. Me, no. let, me, let, me, let me make sure I have my header in there. <laughs> you make sure my signature line is all right. All right. Yeah, that's me. Phone number. Yep. Facts. Yep. Home address. Yep. Put it in there. All right. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> make sure he knows how to contact me. <laughs> so, like, what? What are you doing right now? Send the now? cash app info. All right, send me the money. <laughs> oh, it's just like, all right, I could count the money now. Like, ah, so, it's coming in. So conspiracy theory, guys. Where do you guys think AMI got the information from? Ooh. You know, I think he implied that the that some government source might have helped. Government sources? And this is, this is, yeah, when he, when he kind of tinkled at that. Hmm. Tinkled. Hey! <laughs> I'm not talking about R. Kelly here. Um, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like, so you're saying someone in the government has it out for Bezos and they're trying to collude with this other news organization to take him down? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
I mean, part of me loves that kind of shit. Like, yeah, the government is fucking out here actively trying to take down enemies. Mm-hmm. Right. But they're doing it like this. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> like, it really dumb. They're doing it with fucking emails. I don't know. I don't it's know. It's interesting. Because it's like, it's saying, like, okay, Trump sent someone. At, it's like, okay, let's not blame everything on Donald Trump, guys. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, everything's not Trump's fault. Right. But, like, <laughs> he, he has made it very clear um, that he's got a problem with Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. It's like right. a combination of him being, like, Bezos being so much richer than him. Yes. And he, he just looks at his connection with the Washington Post to say, like, that guy's got it out for me. Yeah. You right. Because he, he looks at somebody like uh, Pecker from AMI, who's doing his dirty <laughs> These work. names, I'm telling I know. you. It's perfect, dude. It's perfect. It's amazing. <laughs> Jeff Huevos, Mr. Pecker. Yes. <laughs> it's just amazing. You can't write this. But the National Enquirer also has some connections to Trump. Yeah. Right. Like long, long, long history. Right. Yeah. And they, they were tied up with the the um the cover-ups for Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels, uh that other woman who was like a former Yeah, they they like bought, they bought the story for like two, three hundred thousand dollars and then just sat on it. Yeah. Did never put it out. And this is like a long strand standing tradition. Like they would get they would get stuff on people and depending on like what they could do as far as leverage and political connection, they'd either put it out there or they'd cover it up. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And this shit does go deep, but they fuck. Why would you think you could take down Jeff Bezos? I don't know. It just seems very, very dangerous. It seems very um, unthought out. Like you didn't think this through. Not yeah. all the way. They like half thought it out. Yeah. But like, I don't. I don't know. I just thought. Like what's what's your your end goal here? Of I don't know, you know, just leverage against the richest man in the world. You yeah. know, you could be- definitely benefit from that. I know, but like, I mean, you have that, but like, I don't know. Just as a, a company like that, you you'd think you'd know how to do this the right way, yeah. right? I think that there. One so thing I wonder, that th- like, is there a motive of doing it this way? Like they wanted it to get out. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just conspiracy theorist Tressie right got there. too like flying too high. They just thought we can get bigger and bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then didn't realize like, oh, that's where it stops. <laughs> I think I think part of it though is that like what happens with any sort of news like this, the impact gets diminished. Mm-hmm. It's like wow, there might be like a picture of the like a, a dirty picture of this person that's very famous. Like there are a lot of those out there, right? So, like, you seen one, you know, you kind of like... People build their careers off of it. Whatever. We, <laughs> you've seen them all. You've seen one, you've you seen, seen them all. all. Hey. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I guess I've seen them all. Yeah. And honestly, like, this thing happened, and we were, like, the audacity. Nobody was feeling bad for Jeff Bezos. Oh, like, no. You're still super rich. Who cares? It's like... You can remove this from the internet. You own the internet. <laughs> <laughs> AWS owns everything, so you could just, just re- like, wipe that server. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> this will never go anywhere. <laughs> oh God! All right, what else do we have besides Mr. Wavos? Wavos Rancheros. Pusha T signs a deal with Adidas. Oh, 
<laughs> a- after foiling Drake's planned <laughs> yeah, I know, right? rollout with Adidas, Pusha T swoops <laughs> in and just <laughs> takes the cash in the bag for himself. <laughs> so, yeah, he signed this multi-year deal reportedly worth millions with Adidas for new collabs and whatever. Yeah. You familiar with his old deals with Adidas? He, I know he was working, he had like a a, a position inside the company because I know he released some shoes himself and he also released some accessories and shit, but not like his own line. So, I mean, if he's getting a bigger piece, I'm sure him being the businessman that he is, because he, behind the scenes, he actually has some, like, business deals, you know? Like, I mean, he is the president of good music, so it's not like he's just a rapper. Yeah, he's he got obviously some, has some... Some things going on. Some business side behind him, too. So he's, I'm sure if he's stepping into this role, he's going to have some type of control and going to be trying to um, make some money with Adidas. Yeah. Checks over stripes or yeah. stripes over Yo, I, stripes over checks. How do you think Drake is feeling right now? You think he hot? Like that's some bullshit. I don't think so. No? I think I think Drake's made so much money from like all of his other deals Jordan and whatever. Brand and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think he's still. I think that. But like, Pusha T made him lose millions last year because mm-hmm. it botched his rollout. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think he still has so much future potential that he's like. But I'm, but still like. Even I don't even think he's worried about the money. I think it's the principle. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I mean by, like, do you think he's hot? Like, damn, you botched my fucking rollout, and now you got a multi-million dollar deal with this, these motherfuckers? I see where you at. I, I, I think there's only, like, a certain amount of energy that Drake can throw into any certain thing. Like... All right, he, Drake Stan. Fuck no, you. I'm just saying. He's, <laughs> there's so much going on. I can't even remember what that last shit was when somebody came at Drake. But it's like there's always something new. Like uh, Nicki Minaj just put out that Going Bad remix yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I got business deals. I got I got movie stuff I'm trying to do. I got music stuff I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. I got baby mama things I need to Baby coordinate. mama it's drama. Like, how much effort can you put into, like, other people's shit that doesn't directly involve you? Mm. I mean... True. I get it. But I think everyone would all... Like, if Cedric fucked me over and then decided to work with the person that I got fucked over with, I'd be like, all right. I'd see it. I'd think about it. I'd be human about it for like 2.5 seconds and then I'd move on. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think Drake is hot. I think Drake is pissed the fuck off. He's probably mad two- for a second. Yeah, I think he's I think mad he for a second. I think he's probably mad for a second. But I, yeah. I'm like, I gotta appreciate while. like the order's magnitudes. Like, <clears throat> Drake is super fucking sensitive. He hates, he he hates this. He, he is, is petty. like, He is he like, can be petty. fuck this shit. I don't I, give a fuck about know. no 350s anyway. Tear run down his eyes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so sensitive. I don't know. It's whatever. I don't know. I mean, e- either way, I mean, ups to push a T. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Big ups. Ups. Ups to piss, piss a T. <laughs> All right, just give everybody phallic names today. <laughs> phallic T. <laughs> <laughs> fallopian T. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's a fallopian tubes. Ah. <laughs> All right, so we, we we did talk about this a little bit earlier. What's up? 
21 Savage. 21, oh, yeah. 21. Here we go. 21. 21. Sorry, 21. I was too busy pushing all the buttons. <laughs> so 21 Savage apparently was not born in the Zone 6. Wasn't born in, LA, in Atlanta at all. He was apparently born in some island. Sorry, I don't know why I was doing that. It's okay. But yeah. So he was arrested by ICE. Right. Interesting stuff here. Go ahead. It's crazy because the way it the way it happened, I remember we were actually recording. Mm-hmm. And I checked my phone right after we had finished recording last week. Mm-hmm. And it said, 21 Savage, arrested by ICE. And I'm like, how is that even fucking possible? possible. Right. Headlines were saying he's a UK citizen. Mm-hmm. And instantly, before I even read any deeper than that, mm-hmm. I'm like, he's a fucking fraud, industry plant. He's not from Atlanta. He's been fooling us the whole time. And I'm That's sure. That's what you thought? Well, like the initial feeling. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But then I obviously, you know, read more and realized mm-hmm. that it was a bunch of bullshit. But I'm sure that was what a lot of people felt initially yeah, was just like, sure what the too. fuck? He's from the UK. Yeah. How was this possible? He's right. supposed to be Zone 6 Savage. Like, mm-hmm. he had just dropped a little series by um, uh, academics about, like, growing up in Atlanta. He did a whole, like, little doc about growing up in Atlanta. Like, is, this, is this all fake? Like that. So it's it's interesting because it, it it not just draws into are our artists authentic in what they say, but then it also brings in this whole like immigration issue. And is it really that we need a wall or that we need to help prevent people from overstaying visas? Is that really the issue? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have that same thought though. When I first heard it, I, I when I first heard it, I was like, this is weird. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. This don't feel right. I was just like, this is just weird. Um, and it turns out it was, it did, it's not right. Like yeah. it, it it's not what they they all said. Yeah. I mean, they said he came over here when he was like 14 and he actually came to the US when he was seven. Exactly. Cool. Yeah. Facts. He he, he left. For like a month and went to the UK for a month when he was 13. Came back. Mm-hmm. And apparently that was the visa he overstayed. Yeah. He's not even a felon because the, the felony charges that he had were expunged. And now they decide to arrest him. I think it's interesting. I, I hate to be a black conspiracy theorist and shit. But when he when he makes an album like I Am Greater Than I Was and he actually starts talking about some shit, this is when they decide to lock him up mm-hmm. for being, overstaying a visa. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's crazy. And um, my uh, presidential candidate for 2020, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she went on and she, like, started talking about this. She went on um, on, uh, on Twitter and, and actually recited lyrics from 21 Savage and was like, the gas was off so we had to boil up the water. Been through some things so I can't imagine my kids stuck at the border. Flint still need water. People was innocent, was innocent, couldn't get lawyers. And so it's just like, yeah, he's been talking about this shit and, and then that adds to the conspiracy. Like he's talking about this stuff. He's 
on his album, I'm Greater Than I Was. Like, maybe they just don't like this motherfucker becoming somebody of influence and teaching these kids. Meek Mill better have that same target on his back. You know, I bet he do. Could, could you say that first line again? Sure. The gas was off, so we had to boil up the water. What does that mean to you? He needed money to pay bills, so he started cooking coke. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if she realized that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that, I don't that's know. a drug reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of Thanks, the things man. that makes it kind of difficult to totally defend 21, right? But, that's, that's the kind of thing that they want you to do. It's like, well, he's no angel. It's like, it does seem like he was targeted for reasons that don't really make sense. If you're a kid and you've been in the country for 20 years, it's like you have no other home. Right. And he wasn't actively in any dirt like right. he's trying to make himself better so it seems like he was targeted for bullshit reasons mm -hmm. but they'll always t sort of twist it's like well you know he did these things in the past he he done he done that and it's like when you're when you're actively targeting some people and not others mm -hmm. then it doesn't seem like the system's fair right yeah so you know black immigrants get targeted at higher rates than what they actually are. So I think they represent something like 5% of the immigrants that come to the U.S., but they make up 10% of those detained. Mm. So it's like, again, there's just yeah. this disproportionate number of people of color being discriminated on by law enforcement. So it's it's just the same thing, cycle going over and over again. Over and again. over and over. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, is, it, it is fucked up, you know? But, I mean, what are we going to do, you know? What are we going to do? 21, UK Savage, locked up. He's still being held right now. You know, why? Is he a fight <laughs> risk? Where's he going to go? I don't know. <laughs> Back to the UK? How dare he? Right. All right, well, uh, let's move on to Black History Month. We got um, Ben with the info <laughs> on the new Black History, or the person that we want you guys to know about. So we're trying to choose people that not a lot of people are familiar with, um, we don't want to continue to, to talk about the same people over and over because there's so many great... Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many uh, great black people that have done so many great things. Muhammad us. Ali. Uh, Sam Cooke. Uh, that have done great things for us in our community and, and help us to be where we are today as a community. So let's go ahead and throw it to Ben and talk about this lady. It's a black woman. Yes, I, I wanted to talk about Shirley Chisholm. Yes, Shirley Chisholm. She's she's notable for being the first black woman elected to Congress. Talk about it. And it, it's kind of crazy because the country, you know, been a country for so long, but it wasn't until like 1972 that mm -hmm. we had a black woman in Congress. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, she's kind of not surprising because she represented New York. Mm-hmm. So, um. She she was kind of uh, interesting, too, because she was an outspoken woman. Like, she was she was known for being, then. like, you know, really, um, really to the point. Mm -hmm. Even in Blunt. this time when, like, there, there were a lot of marginalized black people. But right. she was up there, and she's like, I'm going to represent this district to the best of my ability, and I'm not going to pull any punches. Mm -hmm. So you can find... Um, videos of her speaking and it's it's very it's very powerful the way she would speak and um 
she's actually similar to 21 Savage because she was, uh, I think she actually grew up in, I can't remember what island. She was born in Brooklyn. Yeah, she was born in... She, her parents are from the Caribbean. Yes. And I think she's, I can't remember exactly. I think she spent a few years living there. So she actually had this interesting accent. Mm -hmm. It's just like this mixture of like Caribbean and New York. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's Um, like cool to listen to her speak. Yeah. Just like hear it like slip in and out. That's dope. She's she's a very, very very interesting woman to Mm -hmm. look up. She passed away um, years ago, but she was really a trendsetter. And uh, one of the things that she did is she, like, she launched a presidential campaign. Yeah. And you, you can look at it as, like, a, an effort to just sort of change the conversation and drive things. But it was, it was, very, it was very big difference mm-hmm. because it was like, hey, let's start to consider things like outsider candidates. Right. Mm-hmm. And using a, a candidacy uh, for... Um, you know, just like putting something out there in a national conversation, which started leading to a whole lot of other candidates throwing their their hat in the ring for right. that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we started to see like people that thought they were just starting candidacies for advocacy actually gaining traction, realizing there might actually be a chance. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Hell yeah! First black woman candidate or first black candidate for a major party's nomination for president of the United States. That's crazy. And that was back in 1972. That's awesome. Black women are just amazing. They are. Just amazing. You guys are great. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing me. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. (laughs) All right. Just Um, for this month. (laughs) Just for this month. (laughs) She's going to turn on you like that. What a fucking March 1st, you're going back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's like, ah, you white-ass bitch <laughs> As soon as March 1st comes around <laughs> Fuck you, white-ass <laughs> Damn oh, Alright uh, What's next? Uh, yeah, boy, we got the question of the week So last week, we had a question What was our question? I'm gonna look it up Oh, what, what was better in hip-hop? Is it, What's is better it, for hip-hop? What was is better, it, yeah, is for it competition? Hip-hop. Or collaboration. Or collaboration. Hello. Mm-hmm. We had some good responses. We did. We did. So um, we're going to go ahead and... We got, we had some good responses and some very just concrete, like, I, like solid. Like, I'm up for this. Um, majority of people, of people said... Yes. Competition. Right. The mm-hmm. majority of people said competition. Get at that neck. Get at that. Yeah. Get them bars going. Uh, Sheep Man from IG, shout out to you uh, for, you know, coming on and... <laughs> And, uh, this should be my tag. <laughs> All right, Royce. Um, but yeah, shout out to Sheepman for um, commenting on the on the question and, and answering it. He basically said that competition is what he thinks is more hip hop. It's just the nature of hip hop. It's what hip hop was kind of born on. So that that's what he was thinking. So shout out to you for thank you for the uh, response. And then the mis- miscellaneous life of Brando. He said he has to go with competition, but he loves collaboration in all art forms. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for uh, responding to our question. Um, I, I kind of agree. I, I, I like, to be honest, it, this was a hard one for me. It's hard because I think about it in the fact that, and I think I responded to um, miscellaneous 
life of Brando with this question. It's hard for me to say which one's more hip-hop because they kind of go one and the same. So if you are collaborating on a song with someone, it is hip-hop to compete with that person even though you're collaborating. Oh, I don't want to get killed on this song. Or, oh, he's, you know, like, I'm going to switch up my verse because, you know, he came hard, so I got to come harder. That type of shit. So there's always some type of competition in it. Mm -hmm. So when I think about it that way, is it... Well, now that I'm thinking more, is it just competition? Because even when you're collaborating, you're competing. I think with more thought for me, I'd have to go with competition. Yeah. Because in what other genre, in, in just about every other genre, you have collaboration. Artists work together right. across the spectrum of music. Mm-hmm. But what other genre of music has two artists going head to head with each other? No other genre of mu- music makes it a sport. Right. I mean, yeah. are there like guitar battles where people like solo back and forth at each each other and like see who's and that's more of a collaboration there's no like who's better at this you know what I mean it's it's not a thing exactly it it should be though that that should be hot I would fucking go and see that I mean they do have dueling pianos (laughs) (laughs) that's the closest thing okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) dueling harps (laughs) Uh, but yeah I mean yeah, as we talk it through more, I think competition might be what's more hip hop. Uh, you know, I I can see that because everything starts with that competition. It's like right. you f- you get this feeling like you see other people doing it, and you're like, yo, I think I could do better, and you yeah. work your way up for that. But I have a different feel about it. Mm. I think that I like the collaboration more mm. because, in a way, I think that the competition seems to signal the end of great eras in hip hop. There are all these songs that exist that are just like, well, that's when that stopped, you know? Oh, okay. Like, um, hmm. little, little things, uh, like No Vaseline. Yeah. It was sort of like, NWA is over. Like, we are yeah. not banging with those people anymore. Right. Yeah. So there are like all these times when there's like all this good music, and then you're like, yeah, that was kind of the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. one of the big uh, competitions is like, you know, East Coast, West Coast, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Like, um, Hit Em Up is just such a huge song for me. But it was kind of like hard stop in a way because that's kind of when Junior Mafia, like, just couldn't really be itself after that. Right. And it was sort of like this line drawn in the sand. It was like, you're either with us or them. Mm -hmm. We're not, like, looking fondly upon any more collaborations like that. There was all sorts of times like this, but it was like... 50 Cent and Ja Rule, it's suddenly like, if you did a song with Ja Rule, I'm going to come at you because that's mm-hmm. not cool anymore. We're not allowing any collaboration <laughs> with that person anymore. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's another take. Mm-hmm. Good take. Thank you. Really appreciate your response. <laughs> oh, my God. Patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> Dueling pianos. <laughs> Dueling harps. It's a piano, dude. You're a piano. You're a piano. Why do you think it's a harp? It's not a harp? No, it's a piano. Play it again. You're weird. All right. Piano um, is nothing but a harp with hammers. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. All right. Uh, (laughs) Um... All right, so the new question for this week. Um, 
how do we want to uh, say this? I guess so, it's just like yeah. Should should we label rappers based on their gender or sexual orientation? Basically, we want to talk about the identity politics that go on in rap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We a lot of this came up because we were talking about Dreezy. Right. And we have a t- natural tendency, as anyone like talking about hip hop, whenever you talk about a rapper that's a woman, you start to say, oh, well, she's better than other rapper that's also a woman. Or like, who's the best rapper that's a woman? Right. But why do we do why do we do that when we don't talk about men that way? Sure. Yeah, but but we talk about everything in that light. You know, I mean, like you were saying before, we always put labels on stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're right. We don't say, oh yeah, who's your favorite male rapper? You just say who's your favorite rapper. Yeah. You know? Two Chains is a rapper. He's not a male rapper. You know, we don't we don't say that. But you say right. Dreezy, you say, oh, that's a, she's that's a, a female, female rapper. rapper. Yeah. Like, why do we have to qualify it? Yeah. There's no need to. And why do we do that to ourselves? Like, I just, it's, I, I like these questions because I like us to think about things. Like, why do we do the things we do? Why do we classify things the way that we do? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, why, like, because this isn't only just a hip-hop thing. It's a human thing. Why are we always at odds or... Doing a versus thing. Why is there competition? <gasps> yeah. Ooh, tie that shit together like that in a motherfucking bow, bitch. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> exactly. What yeah. basically, what do you think about the identity politics and rap? Why do you do you do you think we need to classify female rappers as female rappers? Or can they just be rappers? Can they just be rappers? Yeah. Are are we uh are we helping by Considering all the rappers that are female, or are we just like hurting it by trying to push it into a box? Exactly. Right. What 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 are your thoughts? What are your Respond thoughts? Respond to us soon. Ah! And we are very happy to have given you guys another fucking episode of just pure hot fire. Best fucking top five podcasts in the world. Through the, through, crate, crate, through the 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 crate, and through the crate. You know why? Because we spit hot fire. And you, and you know where to reach us. You know where to reach us, motherfuckers. All over the fucking place, at through the crate. Cause I got to do this like that, and like this, and like that, and uh, and I'ma keep it going. Just kidding. I'm out, you motherfuckers. They feed me when they load me with mad slugs. Seventeen precisely, one in my head. They call me Desert Eagle. Send me auto with lead. I'm seven inches, four pounds. Been through so many towns. Ohio to Little Rock to Canarsie. Living harshly, beat up and battered. They pull me out. I watch as niggas scattered, making me kill. But what I feel, it never mattered. When I'm empty, I'm quiet. Finding myself feeling to be fired. A broken safety, niggas place me in shelves under bed. So I beg for my next owner to be a thoroughbred, keeping me full up. With hollow heads, how you like me now? I go blow, it's the shit that moves crowds, making every ghetto foul. I might have took your first child, scarred your life, crippled your style. I gave you power, I made you buck wow. How you like me now? I go blow, it's the shit that moves crowds, making every ghetto foul.